On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the club! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. This podcast exists because we want you to win, and leverage is what you're going to need to make it happen. If you're a songwriter, if you're an artist, you're going to need proof, social proof, that there's actually something going on. It's got to be more than just your song. It's got to be more than just your art. That's going to turn people's heads and make them get on board on on your train. And what is leverage? It's a strategic advantage. It's the power to act effectively. And that's exactly why we called it the CLIMB, C-L-I-M-B, creating leverage in the music business. Genius. That was uh, my co-host and good friend, Mr. Brent Baxter, who came up with that. Why? Because Brent is an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Antebellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And what I love about Brent, he helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you write like a pro, do business like a pro, and just about every week he's got some way he's cooked up to get you in touch with the pro. He connects you with the pros. You can't beat that. You can find Brent really easily at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They help you find your sound, and they help you grow your audience so you can become the artist that everybody loves, and so you can get paid. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a couple. And you can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That's production, singular, no S, and there is no S because there is no other Johnny D. What's happening, brother? Man, I'm good. Life is good. Life is busy. Life is crazy. But we're not going to talk about it because it's not a Brent Life podcast. This is a songwriter and singer-songwriter and the artist podcast. That's right. So what, what, what are you going to enrich us with today? Well, today, you know, there's a lot of people wonder. I used to wonder about this. He used to drive me crazy just thinking back home in Arkansas. Like, what happens? What really happens in a music publisher meeting we can pull back the curtain on that i'm gonna pull back the curtain on that like how many songs does a publisher want to hear do they try to make you rich and famous do they try to make you quit songwriting like what goes on in a at a songwriter meeting with a music publisher and the answer is a little complicated but we're <laughs> okay. going to talk about but, but before we get before, to that though that's right listen if you haven't uh, done it already please join the climb community on facebook just search for it Climb community asked to be let in. We let everybody in. If you're obnoxious, we'll roadhouse you right the heck back out the front doors. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Easy for you to say. Easy for me to say. Is that this way? Every Tuesday, the the brand new episode goes right into your phone, and every Friday you get the mini sods, and you don't have to worry about it. No complications. It's very easy. Uh, please share it if you, if you like this stuff then tell everybody about it. Let them know. Mm. Help us spread the gospel. If it's helping you, it might help somebody else in your band or another artist. Or, yeah. And then finally, leave a rating and review. Take a couple seconds to do that because it makes us look legit. We did the episode before about mm. social proof. This is social proof that right. other people like it. Give us a five-star rating and, and put a little blurb in there and actually want right, to... We got, we got a new review. Let's, let's share it. Let's do that. This is from... Uh, 
Well, it's, it's from Susan Giacona, singer-songwriter. Hello, Susan. And this is one of the best podcasts ever. With every show, there is so much great practical information about all aspects of the music business. There are several episodes that I've listened to more than once because they're packed with so much great info. So thank you for that, Susan. Thank you, Susan, for the tasty five star. And you know what, Susan? She's a member of. You know, I'm sure she's in the climb community. I know she's on songwriting. Pro, I've cut a, I've cut a song for Susan. Yeah, Susan. Susan ain't no slouch. She's no. having some success. Yeah, I know she's. You know, had some cuts down in Texas. She yep. uh, just did has a big had a, video. A where big she, video. You see that like thing a, where she's on the, the freaking bat- battleship, battleship or something? Yeah. Her song is representing <laughs> something cool. And so you know, this isn't. Like she is, she is on the climb, and she's still listening, still getting value from this. So this is, you know, this is not just for you. Like I'm brand new, and I don't know what I'm doing. It's a lot of value for you. But even as you get on up in the climb, yeah, you're not gonna stuff, stop. So you're not gonna stop learning. Never stop learning. So thanks, Susan. We appreciate it, and congrats on the good stuff you've had going on lately. Yeah, girl, proud of you. Um, all right, so uh, let's talk about. Publisher meetings. What happens in a publisher meeting? Yes, let's. Okay, so, you know, it can be a real mystery what happens in a meeting with a music publisher. So it's like, you know, okay, so I mentioned being back in Arkansas. So that's where I'm from. And I just started learning back about public. Yeah, if you hadn't picked up on it yet, (laughs) if my voice didn't. Thank you, thank eyes from New York City. You might have picked up I'm from the South. City fied. Right. New York boys. Anyway, I was just starting to learn about publishing. I was and wondering if I would ever get a publisher meeting, but knowing that I wanted to write, you know, hits. And if I was like, what happens if I get a meeting? What would it be like? Like, would I need to wear like a suit and like ride an elevator up to some corner office? Would I hand hand him or her like a bunch of songs and he'd just skip from one song to the next after ten seconds? Would he he or she expect me to play live, which is gonna be a problem for a guy like me? Do I need to bring a guitar player and a singer? It's okay just to bring you like you know at the time either a cassette tape or a CD or whatever the medium was. At the, like what what am I supposed to do here? Yeah. I don't you know if I'm the dog that catches a car, am I just going to get run over? I don't know what's going to happen. So uh, thankfully, I've had the pleasure and sometimes the pain of many publisher meetings over my 16 plus years of living in Nashville. And while there's a lot of variation in there, there are a few things I've found, and I just want to share those with you climbers out there because maybe you've, you've had a publisher meeting but you're like are they all like this and just assuming they're all going to be the same can get you in a fix but also if you haven't had any and you're scared to reach out because you don't know you don't not sure if you're the dog that wants to catch a car what that's going to be and if you maybe have one coming up i just wanted to kind of demystify some of that and help you out so your meetings can be a success awesome all right i'm in the service business johnny service, service i'm business. here to help all right so all right, the first thing you need to do is, and and granted, my experiences are all in Nashville. It's mostly country. Not all, but it's like country or like Christian music publishers. So mm-hmm. I, I can't claim to, you know, haven't been in publisher, you know, rock, pop, R&B, rap, publisher meetings. So just my disclaimer there, your mileage may vary. But at least for the stuff I've been in, you first thing, you can forget the business suits. Yeah. Right. So this is the music business. And most of us are there because we don't want a real job. And so, <laughs> we hate suits, including the publishers. <laughs> yeah, we, including the publishers. We don't want to dress like we have to dress yeah. a certain way, right? <laughs> no monkey suits. Yeah. Exactly. Unless they, unless that's their style, in which they rock on. But they, if they're any good to you, they know most people aren't. They don't have the expectation of, you know, I'm the rider in off the street. I'm going to wear a suit. It, so you want to be presentable, right? Yeah. But at, at least in Nashville... It is a casual dress 
business. Oh, okay. I'm sure it's uh, there's no suits in rock and roll either. Oh, yeah. And I don't no, think there's not any suits in R and B. Like all leather, and it's like just cool. <laughs> yeah. Because like this is how I feel I'm like Joe Perry leather suit. That's different. That's yeah. different with a tie. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't expect you to have one on, right? So uh, the publisher might be dressed in anything from like shorts and flip flops yeah. to business casual. You know, like some folks, like it seems like John Osher dresses up a little bit more than the average bear, like over at Olay. Mm-hmm. He didn't expect you to, though, I'm sure. Yeah. Because well, he really, deals with writers. He deals with writers. He knows the deal. He's All happy right. if you're sober when you go to the Bring a song. <laughs> Just don't forget your guitar. So, but like for as for you, yeah, you're not there interviewing to be like the VP of accounting. Yeah. You're there as a creative. So be yourself, but take a shower first. Is basically the rule. Just brush your teeth. You know, yeah, because yeah, yeah, you want to be creative, but don't get so creative with your hygiene. Yeah, you know, but you don't have to worry about the business suits. I mean, I'm you know jeans and boots and a button up kind of thing. Yeah, you know, just that way it's appropriate for the for the genre. You know, it's yeah. like all right, I'm because honestly, if you show up in a suit and a tie, either it's okay if you're like, hey man, just I'm I'm on my lunch break. Cool. That's awesome. That's fine. But if you're like, I dressed up just for this meeting, they kind of know this must be your first meeting. And so therefore, it lowers their expectation really? level good of point. how good you like that. probably yeah. are. I mean, a lot of writers have day jobs. So if like if that's what you got, that's that's fine, man. We get it. We understand. That's the reality. You're trying to break into business. That's why we don't already know who you are and you want a meeting at this publishing company. That's fine. But if you just like... You know, I'm in from Arkansas and I, I wore my best suit. Then it just shows me, okay, you don't really, you don't know the business yet. Yeah. Which is okay. But that. But now that, I know you don't know the business. Now I know you don't know the yeah. business. So spin it. If you got, if you, if you, if you got to come from your job and you're wearing a suit at your job, just like, be like, man, I, this is what I got to wear my job. So yeah, thanks for making yeah. me on my lunch break. Too. You <laughs> yeah. know, yeah. That kind of, okay, fine. You know, better that than trying to fake, you know, fake it. So that's the first thing. Just forget the business suit. You don't have to worry about getting all dressed up. But, yes, be presentable. Take a shower. Eat a breath mint. <laughs> something you want them, you know, you want them to not want to run you out and regret the fact that you got in the door. Uh, the other thing is some publishers are more chatty than others. There's just variation, right? So it, on a first meeting, some publishers will want to dive, like, right into your music. I don't really care about chatting with you until I hear your music. Then I might want to get to know you, <laughs> right? Right. Um so I'm guessing this kind of helps them figure out quickly if they want to get to know you more. Like if your music isn't any good, then it doesn't really matter how char- charming you are, right. you know. But if your music's awesome, then I want to get to know you more. You right. know? So some publishers may be more like that. Other publishers may like to chat quite a bit at first. Like they want to know your story, where you're from, who you're writing with, how you got to Nashville, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they may be trying to see if they like you as a person before they like your songs because they may be like, Okay, he's a jerk, so I don't really care how good this song is. Yeah, I don't want to do business with him. I don't. Yeah, I don't really want to do business with this guy. Another another point made, not just about the song. People. Not just about the song, right? <laughs> um, yeah, but if you're, you know, if you're awesome and you're great to work with, they're like, I hope the song's good. Yeah, you know, so your mileage is going to vary. It depends on. I mean, some be publishers you. may just want to chat with you, not really listen to anything. They just may want to because, like we mentioned a couple episodes ago, like some publishers aren't just looking for a hit song; they're looking for a hit songwriter. Yeah, and that takes a lot more than just. I, I was able to pump out this one song. I mean, I, I feel like I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask you because well, because you're that's the expert. Why you should ask? But uh, like that. that's yeah. right. Uh, but uh, the, I mean, the goal of like your first publisher meeting, really, 
like don't go in with the expectation of I hope they take my song and it's a win if they take it and it's a loss if they don't Mm. you're just trying to make the relationship yeah like if they say man like you know to like the point that you just referenced where it was a conversation we had with Chris Oglesby where he's Mm. like man we're looking for the hit songwriter like if I can if I hear some stuff in there maybe the song isn't ever going to work but but there's something in there if there's There's something in there there's a a writer in there then I'm going to want to know that person you know and uh, and and that's what you're yeah I mean the goal of the first meeting is to get the second meeting yeah basically yeah I mean anything else is gravy yeah you just want to ping their memory a little bit start building that relationship because if you're smart you know it's also about relationships Mm -hmm. and if you're in it for the long haul you want to check them out too yep I mean, odds are, even if they freaking love your stuff, they're probably not going to do backflips and lock the door until you sign with them. Because right. even your songs might be great, but you're poison, that's bad business. Yeah. So even if they st- the stuff is great, now they'll be like, come back next week. Come back to, you know, yeah. they'll want you back sooner so they can get the ball rolling. But a smart publisher, even if it's something really good, they want to know how deep that well is. Yeah, let's hear some more stuff. Let's hear this is just you got in a room with a couple good people and got lucky. Because right. you were in the room, <clears throat> you got stuff. Let's let's dig more. Which could be the difference this. between them thinking in their head, like, "Are we going to do like a single song deal, or uh, am I going to sign on staff?" Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're not going to know that in one meeting. That's right. They may know in the first meeting if they want the second meeting. Yep. <laughs> you know that's that's the goal, right? It's a long sales cycle. You yeah. Know, if you think about it that way, so this is such a relationship business. Um, so yeah, so just kind of go with the flow. Let the publisher take lead on how chatty. That you're going to be like if they're trying to hit play shut up let them hit play if they just want to chat don't stop, like reach over their desk and hit play yeah. <laughs> just let them lead it's their meeting let the you, game come to you let yeah. the game take what the defense gives you baby yeah just you know if they're all they're giving you a short out routes take that if they're giving up the deep ball go deep yep you know <laughs> run for it run, run like, for it run, run for like it. you stole something exactly <laughs> um and that and that's really important just because it's so much about the personal relationship too. Yeah. That, I mean, I've had, we'll get to this on the next one. But so, yeah, let it come to you because it's so much a personal business. So, you, so far, like, be presentable. <clears throat> you don't need to overdress and mm. show you don't know the business. And then talk as much as what you feel like is appropriate. Kind of meet them where they are. Yeah. Some are going to talk a lot. Some won't. Don't take it personal. They just have different styles. Yep. It doesn't mean it was great doesn't mean it was awful some may be talking to you more because they figure out mathematically most songs are terrible so they want to do all the chit chat nice stuff out of the way first because they may not have anything nice to say after that there you, go. <laughs> you know true it's you just don't know what's in their head they're all different right so third thing you might play one song or you might play several so kind of be prepared but it, it varies so each media will most likely get to the music at some point so the publisher will ask, hey, okay, bring any songs or what'd you bring me? So even if you plan on playing your songs live, it's best to bring like a CD or some sort of links or something, some way of transporting, your, leaving your songs with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, maybe like, here, let me email you some links. Because a lot of publishers, some don't, don't even have CD players anymore. Yeah. I did a play for publisher event. She's like, I don't have a CD player. I'm like, I don't have one. Huh. Okay. You know, so it's more like working off links because they want their their email blown up with mp3 files or wave yeah. files or whatever yeah so that changes over time but be prepared on some way to leave your music with them yeah and these days it's less and less likely to be a cd even so definitely not a cassette tape unless you just make a joke 
That, actually, that may be kind of funny. Way to get memorized. Here, here's my cassette. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just like, kidding. <laughs> no, here's a, here's a but link. But you can keep that. You can keep that. It would be kind of funny. Dang it. Don't do that because I'm going to do that next time I meet with a folks. Um, don't, don't take my... Dang it. Edit that out, Johnny. <laughs> Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. You gotta play that off right. Uh, but anyway, so... Uh, most publishers will not listen through the whole song, okay? So don't don't get mad about that. They'll get the gist of it, figure out what they think about it. Some will hold their thoughts until they've listened to all the songs they want to hear. Like, you know, I'm going to listen to th- parts of three songs, four songs, two songs, one song, and then I'll tell you what I think. Uh, some will give it, you know, right. You'll get the you get the blow at, by blow. You get the blow by blow as they're as they're listening. Um, others will discuss each song yeah, one at a time, giving their thoughts and possibly offering some songwriting advice. Others will give you the 30,000-foot view after they've listened to a couple of bits and pieces here and there. They're just different. Others will simply say something brief and not, non-committal like, cool, as they, slip, <laughs> as they flip from one song to the next. Cool, yeah. Huh? Cool, next one. Yep. You know. Uh, rarely will they stare you down as they listen to your babies. <laughs> they're not going to sit, you know, and stare you in the eye because um, that, that's uncomfortable imagine, for them. Can you imagine how, what kind of personality it would take? Wow, that would just be weird. Uh, never, never run into that. Uh, they might turn to the side, kind of staring out a window or off into space as they listen, so they won't be staring at you. Or they'll look down at the lyric sheet that you wisely brought. That way they have the option of using it whether or not they choose to. Mm-hmm. It's wise to bring it. That way if they want it, you got it. If they don't want it, at least they know that you thought of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the other thing you know so these are not cookie cutter meetings they're not all the same you just got to be prepared to improv a little bit not take it personal not expect oh my gosh they hated my song because they didn't listen to every bit of it yeah or that's so rude they I spent this much money and drove in from Arizona and yeah. you know and now they they listen to a verse in the course well that's how it is it's nothing personal because yeah. they don't know you call the A&R it shuffle it can't be personal they don't know you <laughs> right yeah so and the and the last thing is and most important Johnny what about the dream crushing <laughs> the dream crushing we haven't covered the dream crushing yet <laughs> alright I have yet to meet a publisher who's, who is particularly interested in crushing your dream so even if they have like zero interest in your songwriting they'll usually be kind yeah it is a people business they're if they're successful it's because they're people people 
They're yeah. good at people. They're good at relationships. So that's, they're probably going to be kind. That's a good point. Um, so some are more blunt than others. True. But just because your feelings get hurt doesn't mean they're telling you to catch the next Uber to the airport. You know, it's nothing personal. Yeah. So some will try to find out, you know, find something good to say about your songwriting you know, to be kind or to be encouraging. Now, if you really knock their socks off, though, you know, you'll probably know about it. They'll get excited. They'll want to listen to more and they'll want to talk more. But most people, they're not they're not trying to crush your dreams. Some may want to give you a little tough love to see how you respond. Could be a test. Could be a little bit of a test. Like, be a little blunt. If he cracks, if he's like, oh, okay, I'll change that. Yeah. Okay, I don't want that. Yeah. I, want, I want somebody with something to say. Or if I'm a little blunt and you get mad at me, okay, good. Even yeah, if you, I think you there's like, up. like, even though I think there's really good writing in there, I may push you on a point just to see how you respond because I think there's something here. Yeah. But if you respond like a jerk, ain't that much here. Yeah. Bye. Because I don't want to work with you. Yeah. So you don't know. So you just want to be gracious about it. Um, so that's the deal. Sometimes, yeah, they're they're not about crushing your dreams. They don't get we don't get joy from that kind of stuff. I have a coaching, and I don't love your song. It's not about like I get my jollies from. They want to like your song because otherwise, it's kind of wasting their time. Yep. They they find you know hit songwriters and hit songs keep the lights on. They want they want everyone, you to be a hit. Songwriter. They want you to be a hit songwriter because yeah. then you're in their office. Sweet, I found the treasure map. You know, that's what they want. Yep. Here's a little diamond in the rough. Somebody just yeah. Got it's the, not uh, about like ah uh, yes. I can't wait to send these people home. Yes, no. they're not Mr. Burns. Yeah, no, they they not so groovy now. Is it Simpson? You suck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, release the hounds. <laughs> right, they're, they're not that way. They, they love songwriters. They work with them all the day. A lot of them are songwriters or were in a previous life, kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. so they want you to do well. They want you to win. Some of you, they may go, no, he's not going to win. But there's no reason to be rude about it or I'm going to be a little blunt, you know, so you know. So, and the last thing to cover really is the the closed door or the open door. At the end of the meeting, the publisher will probably, you know, simply thank you for stopping by, wish you well as they usher you out of the office. All right. So, if that's the case, it probably means your music wasn't ready to solve any of their current problems. Just remember, we're in the service business we're in the problem solving business we want to bring them songs that solve their problems what's their problem I need to be able to meet payroll (laughs) so I need songs that are going to generate money songs and songwriters that are going to generate income if you're not that song or songwriter and I don't feel like you can be that in the mid to near term whatever you're not solving my problem yeah okay fine now if you are then you know they're interested in it so what that probably means is they're just polite to usher you out then you probably aren't solving any of their problems as far as they can tell. So, but don't let this response get you too low. You're not a failure, but you still have work ahead of you. Yep. Now, however, the publisher may ask you to send them more stuff, stay in touch, or come back in a few weeks. Now, if they say this, you should do it. Don't just assume they're being nice but disingenuous because if they're a pro and they made an offer, you should take them up on it. Yep. Like, you know, don't drop the ball by disappearing after one meeting. It's going, oh, they were just being nice. They don't really mean that. I mean, we had a play for publisher event and um, the publisher, you know, was talking to the writer, like the writer ended up having two songs in there. They were both solid songs, which is why they were in there. They're good songs. And they were chatting, you know, over, over our video conference. Mm-hmm. And he's like, where do you live? He's like, I'm here in town. He's like, man, come on by the office sometime. And writer's like, sure. And later the, the writer emailed me. He's like, 
hey, do, do you think he meant that? Do you think I should go and buy it? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah he meant it. <laughs> I say if you don't go he buy publicly testify in front of nine other people yeah, or ten other people, yeah, including you, you should come by. Yeah. I was like, if you don't go by, I'm gonna find you and I'm gonna kick you in the guitar. Yeah. You know, because like publishers know you don't make disingenuous offers like that. Because you're what you're doing is you're raising your hand going, I would like more problems. Yeah. You can't solve my problem. Please come bug me about it now. Yeah. They, they've learned don't say that stuff if they don't mean it. Because yeah. they're you know, so they're not gonna be disingenuous. If they if they say it it's legit. You have every right to take them up on that and go, Hey, we were at the play for publisher or we met at the party or we, whatever it was. And, you know, or we had a meeting, you know, two weeks ago and you asked me to drop back by. So I'm that's so that. cool, man. I, Cause I'm just thinking about the wealth of possibilities that could happen from that invite. Right. Like maybe oh, yeah. he's not going to get a publishing. Maybe it's like, you know what, man, I got a couple friends that, um, uh, Maybe, that, you could, maybe you could write with. Yeah, it might be a, a co-write thing. Since it you're might a be, town, like, and you're like, what? I just got in the door. Like, yeah, exactly. It, it might be. You know, and they're going to be published writers, and so now you're getting. Yeah. Now they're going to be pitched. They're going to be. They're going to see the it light of be day. Any sort of thing it might just be like, hey, he came by, and you know, we chatted, and he kind of showed me around the office, and that was the end of it. But you know what? That means you've gotten your face in front of him twice. Mm-hmm. One time he heard songs that he liked, and he invited him. Now he just got to hang with you as a person, mm-hmm. which is valuable. Maybe and grab some lunch or something like that. Yeah. And now you know you have, you maybe you run into him at an industry event or her at an industry event, and you're like, "Hey, how's it going?" So and so, and they they've seen you a couple times now. You've chatted, and now you're starting. By to the way, social proof, social proof again, right? We mm-hmm. talked about that in the last episode. Like, yeah. there's other publishers that are there, maybe at this, uh, oh, maybe at this event. At some event or something, and, they're, they're and they see you talking to like, "Who's that guy?" Yeah. I don't know that person. Yeah. I mean, why don't I know him? Is he new in town? Like, what's going on? Believe me, that happens. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there, there is that. I mean, um, so the, you know, take them up on it if they're offering. I mean, because yeah. you may, because we all have our stories in our heads, right? Though they're just being nice. You know, some of us are just prepared to fail and we're just looking for the proof yep. that we're a failure. And so even if they're like, Finally, oh my gosh, this is great. Call me next week. You're like, they don't mean it. Yeah. <laughs> no, they mean it. But at the same time, if they're like, yeah, that song's cool, okay. Yeah, all right, good luck with everything. They love me. You know, it's like, don't get too high, don't get too low. Whatever the response is, keep trucking, keep riding. You got a lot of work ahead of you. Yeah. Even if they invite you back, you got a lot of work ahead of you. You haven't made it yet. So, uh, as you can see, not every publisher meeting is exactly alike. You know, they all want to hear wonderful songs, they all want you to be the answer to their prayers. But no, what, no matter what happens in that meeting, you got to keep working. You got to keep writing, that, and that's the bottom line. Is no matter what happens, you got to yep. keep going. I mean, they they want they want you to win with them. They love writers. That's why they're in the business. Yep. You know, and they want you to. You know what? They want you to be coachable. They want you to learn. They, they, they want to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to see somebody with like some potential come in. That when you're around other songwriters, you're going to pick up that, you're going to improve, mm. and you're going to turn into a major asset for them. That, yeah. That's what they want, you know. And and uh, but that everything I just described means you still got to work. Uh, you yes. still got to improve, right? You got to work. You got to improve. Yeah. You got to find out where the bar is, and when you find out it's over your head, which it almost always is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then because the bar's always moving. Yeah. So even if. You bob above the bar. Climb up higher. Exactly. <laughs> hey, sounds like a... I got an idea. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, guys, like, uh, you may be listening right now going, well, that's great. How do I get to a publisher? 
Mm-hmm. Okay, now I kind of know what may go on, but I still don't know how to get to one. I'm here to provide you and connect you with the pros, right? So I'm going to give you an opportunity. If you've been listening for any time, you know what's coming. The Play for a Publisher event is coming up. Um, time for another one already. Time for like another this. one. I know, man. Yeah. Time flies. Uh, but really if, if you're ready to meet with a publisher, our next Play for event is coming up in, uh, on, in June. It's an online event. You can join us from anywhere in the world. We've had people join us from Scotland, from right here in Nashville, from Canada, from all over the place. You know, Alabama. It doesn't matter where you're from. If you got internet. So in other words, if you can listen to this yeah. podcast, you can be, you can, you can, you can participate. Us. You can yeah. participate. <laughs> um, so what happened, you know, and even if you aren't quite ready. So basically what happens is you, we have a certain amount of songs that we accept as submissions because I can't listen to everything, but I listen to everything, right? So we, we cap it. You send your song, you pay for a submission spot, you send your song in, I listen, I find the 10 I think are most likely to impress in a good way our publisher guest and get you on their radar. We whittle it down to 10, the 10 of us and the publisher guest myself, we all gather up on an online video conference so it's face to face or you can phone in if you want to, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we listen to the songs, you get feedback, get to interact with the publisher, ask them a follow-up question or two, and you're face-to-face. Mm-hmm. And uh, I make sure they listen, like, through the bridge, yeah. you know, <laughs> and make sure they listen to a bunch of it, which is nice, too. And then you get an opportunity for, like, the, the one guy that was like, he was like, yeah, man, you know, come by. Just drop by the office sometime. I had another uh, one where afterwards the publisher, and he really dug the song, he's like, man, I think I got, I think I got somewhere I could go with that. I think I have a pitch idea for that. Like, I could go. So, the, you know, stuff is... Stuff is happening. It's interesting. Yep. Some of the writers have been, they're like, oh, hey, so-and-so. They already know the writer. And it's another at-bat. It's not It's not the first, yeah. you know, impression, but it's another one where they get a, I saw you today. You didn't tell me you were doing this tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. And I want to surprise it's, you. it's another at-bat, <laughs> you know. It's another at-bat. Right. Or it's a first one. Like, who are you? Where are you from? This is pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So, and even if you aren't quite ready to step into the meeting, there's still a way to win big from this. Everyone who purchases a song submission spot, and they're cheap, will get a chance to watch the video replay. So say if you're not in the top 10, you can still watch the replay. And see where the bar is. And see where the bar is. Watch the whole event. It's like an hour and a half, so you can listen to the songs that made it and get an idea of kind of where the bar's set. And then you can listen to the publisher's feedback on it, go, here's what I liked, here's what I didn't like, and go, wow, I thought that song was awesome, and they just tore it up. They mm-hmm. samurai it, or whatever, or yeah. I, I didn't get it, but this is what they said they loved about it. And so that's so educational and will prep you for your own personal meeting because what it is is a series of small little publisher meetings mm-hmm. that you get to be a fly on the wall. And some people do it. They're like, I don't have a song ready. I'm purchasing a submission spot just so I can watch the replay. Yeah. So worth it. It's so worth it. Yeah. Because yeah. I get stuff out of it because I'm because it's publishers that I'm not meeting with every day. So I get as another little slice of the pie for someone saying, oh, this is what publishers or, you know, producers are saying they, they here's like. Here's what the or, pulse is. Here's what the pulse is, you know, today, yeah. you're getting a second opinion from another physician on what the pulse is. And so I get stuff out of it. And yeah. if I do, I know you will, you know, if you're out Hell in yeah. wherever, Sarasota or Des Moines. De- Des Moines. <laughs> so it's, and if your song is ready, I can get it to someone who knows what to do with it. Someone yep. who's getting cuts. And that's, not too shabby either. Nope. <laughs> so if you want to find out more about that, oh, and our guest is Tim Hunsey from Parallel Music. He's been our guest before. He's awesome. Uh, we'll oh, cool. see if we get him on the podcast like here soon. But uh, yeah, great publisher. He's Sweet been around. Guy. He knows Sweet what he's guy. doing. He's yep. respected. He has hit writers and hit songs under his belt. And so like I said, if you if you got the song, he knows what to do with it. Uh, but that's coming up. Uh, we're only doing 
um, only taking songs through the end of this month. So send it in. If you want to get all the details, just go to giftfrombrent.com, download the free ebook, gives you all the, you know, not only do you get a free ebook, but then I'll, I'll be able to send you, you know, emails letting you know about all the details and stuff so you can sign up for that. Cool. All right. Hey, listen, you can't beat that, man. Get you in front of the pros. Connect you to the pros. Get your shot. Get your at-bat. You're either going to win or you're going to learn. And, and exactly. you need to improve, you know? Yeah, there's no way to lose. You either win yeah. or you learn. It's like it's a no-brainer. Um, so that brings us to the end of uh, another Killer Climb episode. Uh, if you haven't joined the Climb community, please do so. Just go to Facebook and ask to be let in. We'll let you in. We'll roadhouse you if you're obnoxious. Share it. If you like this information, if you're binge listening to these, if you're if, if you're digging like Susan Giacona and you're listening to multiple episodes multiple times, uh, you know somebody that could be that you could turn this on to. Let them know about it, man. Make you cool, and we'll read your, uh, you know, we'll, we'll rate and review. If you leave a rating and review, we'll leave that <laughs> on, on the air. All right, and make you famous. And um, subscribe, 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 because uh, all that stuff will magically go into your phone and your podcast player uh, every Tuesday and every Friday for the mini sodes. So make sure you do that. But uh, listen, guys, this podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing, and we'll see you at the top. achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shot? Would they shot? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.